You're listening to Fit Girl Talk Radio with your host, Sarah Thomas. Sarah has been a nationally certified personal trainer since 2010, specializing in women's fitness, has a bachelor's degree in nutrition and exercise physiology, and is an IPE bikini pro bodybuilder, all while being a wife, a mom, business owner, and frequent traveler. In each episode, Sarah and her guests will discuss all things related to self-growth, health, wellness, fitness, and nutrition. So grab a coffee, get comfy, and join Join them for some Fit Girl Talk. Hey guys, I'm your host, Sarah Thomas, and I'm so excited you tuned into Fit Girl Talk Radio today. I have on a really, really special guest. I have on my husband today, Scott. Um, I convinced him to come on in honor of Valentine's Day this week to talk about um, how we met and our love story and um, our tips for healthy, happy relationships. Um, so he's making me super nervous. I don't know why, but um, anyways, Scott, say hello. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm super honored to be here. And uh, the fact that uh, you asked me to do this uh, about 10 days ago, I was, I was very, very honored and really excited to, to do this with you. Yes. So Scott, um, Tell everybody how we met. So back in 2013, um, I believe is when we, we really started to talk. But going back before that, uh, you were a personal training manager and I was a member at a gym. <clears throat> and I would come in all the time and, and I knew everybody there and I would talk to everybody there. But the only person in that place that ever made me nervous was you. Um, and I just had a huge crush on you and just thought wow she's the most beautiful girl that I've ever seen and to this day I, I tell you that all the time but um, that's uh, so anyway moving forward um, another trainer at the gym who I was friends with I asked for him to maybe put in a good word for me and uh, he did and we ended up talking about a week later we went out uh, I had dinner I just you know kept it light um, because a couple weeks after that for my job, uh, I had to leave. And I had to leave for about seven and a half, eight months. Um, so, you know, that was, a, that was tough to start a relationship off like that, but um, we made it work. So let me say that the gym that I worked at, that Scott worked out at, was, um, it's like a high-end athletic club in a town in St. Louis called Town & Country. And it's, the population at the gym was like 60 plus. So Scott was like one of the only young people that would come work out there. I mean, there were some younger people, but um, certainly nobody that I was interested in. And we like had a joke, um, we'd always call it like, your like work goggles like if you think somebody's like attractive at work because they probably aren't in real life but um Scott actually really was and he would come in all the time and he'd come in super late and or like in the afternoons and when it was always quiet I would just like think oh my god that guy's here again like he's such a hottie and like follow him but then hide from him so like he was always talking to all the other trainers and I would always just run away and like hide um uh, this is so funny. I'll never forget the first thing he ever said to me, actually. <laughs> um, at the gym, it was Halloween, and all the trainers were dressed up as zombies because we were doing, like, a thriller 
thing. And um, I looked like I was ran over by a truck five times. And he came up to me and he was like, hey, you look good today. And I like seriously think I just stood there with my mouth open and turned around and walked away. And I went into the bathroom and I looked in the mirror and I was like, what? Like today is the day he speaks to me and I say nothing. And then I just like hid in my office for the rest of the day. But um, yeah. I think, I think that was the first thing I ever said to you. It really yeah. was. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. So yeah. Um, that's how we kind of started. And then you left and um and then i left um so I, <clears throat> for work i had to be in sarasota florida for for the first month and a half or so and uh, like i said a couple weeks or, or about two or three weeks after we had met and started hanging out i had to leave but a week after i was down there uh, you came out and we had a great time and we just kind of kept that trend up over the next couple of months that every couple of weeks um, we try and get you out to see me because uh, starting in what I believe June, I had to go, uh, you know, to the East Coast, uh, up to Baltimore, you know, New York area. And um, same thing, we, we made sure that you came out during that time, but um, we did, we, we really made it work. I mean, that's, to start off a relationship that way, I think that says something. It does. And the funny thing about this is that we started dating in a long distance relationship um, and getting to know each other that way. You would think that it would be a, a long point in a relationship before you'd go meet somebody at a hotel in a different city and stay there with them for the weekend or whatever. And that was actually one of our first dates was when I went to Sarasota. Um, we hung out before you left, but that was how we started dating. And I remember being like, how am I gonna go to the bathroom in like this hotel room and like, we're like on our first couple of dates like in a different city it was so strange um but it was so much fun and it was a wild ride and um scott being the person that he is he made it easy and comfortable um and it was so much fun my parents were super supportive but i was 25 and they were like what do you mean you're going to florida to meet a boy <laughs> so um yeah so then what happened after you came home at the end of that season? So after that, I came home and we had a great, you know, couple of winter months thinking that it was going to be, you know, somewhat of the same thing uh, moving forward. But uh, we actually ended up getting engaged uh, that, that first winter in January. And on top of that, you quit your job and you decided that you were going to come with me, um, you know, starting in February and not coming back to St. Louis until the middle of October, and you just took a giant leap of faith, and uh, that is something that I am forever grateful for. Yeah, we both did. I mean, um, we got engaged. We had been dating for, what, like eight months, eight or nine months or so, um, and, and like we said, most of it was, all of it was uh, long distance, but we knew that this was something really, really special. We had both been with other people in the past, obviously, and it didn't feel like this. This was something really special. And um, in order for, I think, both of us to kind of take the next step of like spending the season together, 
um, the engagement in the ring was kind of like a, I mean, it, it always is a symbol, right? But for us, it was really like a, this is really serious and we want to be together forever. And even though it's crazy that we just met, like, let's do this. And um, we did. So yeah, we got engaged at the end of the year and then left um, in February. And we went to, this is interesting because we went to Sarasota. We thought we were going to be there for like, what, four months or About something? Four months. Um, and then just a couple of months on um, the East Coast, uh, Baltimore, New York and all that. Um, but after like four weeks in Baltimore, I mean, in Sarasota, Scott found out that we were leaving. Yep. So we were, uh, you know, calling Audible and found out that we were heading up, uh, heading north uh, sooner than expected. And uh, I was actually telling this story to somebody the other day. So we get... Uh, we get to the Baltimore area uh, one morning, we're having coffee, it's cold and just really dreary and rainy out and we're at an Einstein's and I just, I'm sitting across this table from you and you're just crying. And um, you didn't know anybody, you didn't know what you were getting into. Uh, again, you had quit your job thinking that, you know, you know, and you're a planner, right? So, you know, in, in your mind that we're staying, you know, in Sarasota for four months, and then the transition happens for three or so, three you know, three months there, and we come back down to Florida. But um, you know, little did we both know, I guess, that we were going to be out or uh, up north for the next six months. But um, like I said, you didn't know anybody. Uh, the only person that you had was me, and you trusted me. And I was so scared because um, I knew Sarasota. I had visited you there multiple times. I was comfortable with it. I knew it, and then throwing me into this. I am a planner. Oh, I was a planner at the time. I'm not anymore. Um, but I, I was scared and Scott's job, um, he works in baseball and he was only going to be actually in town with me like every other week kind of, and then on the road the other days. Um, so I was super nervous. I didn't know how I was going to have any finances. Um, but the whole thing really worked out and it was such a blessing. It was so much fun. I myself, I mean, our relationship grew. In, Leaps and bounds, yes, for sure. That was huge for us. <clears throat> and then I myself grew so much as a young lady. Um, I, I got a job training right away um, near the stadium and I learned how to navigate the East Coast by myself and uh, drive and I would follow the team places and I met a lot of really, really amazing girls that were other wives and girlfriends and um, it was a really, really special year. And uh, it was just, it was so wild. But as I've learned in this life with Scott to not hold on too tight to anything because that all changed again the next winter. Yep. So. Uh, the next winter, um, I was offered a job uh, on the scouting side of things um, in this game, and um, I jumped on it, and it was a totally brand new, different experience, um, and we just, we learned together. We, we just we went as we go, learned as we went, and it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. So we didn't even have a house or anywhere to stay <laughs> because we... At when Scott was coaching, we were spending eight or nine months on the East Coast and then two months at the beginning and end of that in Florida. And we'd come home and see our parents in the winter for like a couple of months. And so we didn't have a house. Also, let me backtrack and say that we got married um, that season that we forgot about we, that. We forgot about that. Um, we got married when he was coaching. Uh, we got married on a Tuesday um, on an all-star break day in July. Well, 
Well, sort of, kind of. Our family was there for that one. So yes. when we went to go get our marriage license, um, it was June 1st. We were in our workout clothes. We drive down to uh, somewhere in Virginia, right? Alexandria, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And uh, walk into uh, this lawyer's office trying to obtain a marriage license. And he's like, well, I can marry you guys right now if you want. We both looked at each other, and uh, I had like just rolled out of bed an hour before, and I think we just said, "Yeah, sure, like let's let's do this, right?" Yes. I mean, we're we're doing this anyway. Yes. Might as well do it right now. It was crazy. It was in this little <clears throat> play, like little office, like in a basement. Um, everything on in uh, the D.C. area is just old and rich of history, and. Um, old and it was just in this old office and we held hands and this goofy guy married us and then it's funny actually that he was also the guy that ended up marrying us uh six weeks later when our families came out um for our ceremony and we actually didn't tell our parents at the time that we had gotten hitched legally already because the ceremony was still special to us and um it was still all part of the plan and what we wanted to do. So we only had our parents come out. Like I said, it was on a Tuesday and it was perfect for us. We got married at the Botanical Gardens in um, Virginia and then spent the day partying in DC. Yeah, yeah. and I think, uh, I think like you said, that small intimate setting with just our families, I think that's, that's just who we are. Yes, so. it really is who we are. And um, I couldn't plan anything else and that's, been my life ever since. So. And even if, going back, I mean, even if, um, you know, in, in that lawyer's office, if that was it, great. Yes. That's just, again, I think, um, it's just who we are, right? Yeah. And nothing yeah. else really matters. I mean, at the end of the day, it's... It's just us. Yeah, it's just us. And I think that really leads into the um, healthy relationship tips that we're going to kind of get into. Um, and yeah, I think that's kind of the gist of our story before we go there. I mean, we uh, we did end up getting a place in St. Louis um, once he started scouting, and then we decided to try for a baby in true um, fashion of us. We just figured, let's do the next thing, you know, and um, we got very blessed with a beautiful daughter, and uh, life hasn't been the same since. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, yes, um, the reason why we really wanted to come on today together was talk about healthy relationships um, because we've kind of been through the ringer in a lot of different ways, um, yet we've never struggled through it. Um, and I think that there's a lot of reasons why. And my very first thing that I want to say here, and I was thinking about this right before we started recording, was I think that the number one key, and I haven't even told you this yet, but I think for a healthy relationship is two things is one, to be with and marry somebody that you like, okay? And I know that sounds crazy um, and simple, but how many people have dated somebody for a long time that think that you even really like them? Um, or gosh, even get married because you've just been together for so long and maybe you don't even like the person that they've become. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. It just means maybe they're not good for you. Um, so be with somebody that you actually like and then also be with somebody that you like, you like the way you are around them. Does that make sense? So um, when I met Scott, I was young and uh, confused and kind of crazy. And um, I didn't know who I was at all. I was, I was trying to be kind of something else for a really long time. And then 
I met Scott and then nothing else mattered. He didn't care about anything else. He genuinely loved who I was as a person and it was so crazy and amazing. Um, so finding somebody that you can be your real self around and that you like the person you are around them is key in itself. Um, so I digress from that. I was thinking about that before we recorded, but. Um, no, that's good. No, I mean, I absolutely totally agree with that. And I think going back to what I said, maybe that's, you said it in maybe a different version, but how long have I been saying, it doesn't even feel like we're married, right? It's just like, I get to be with my best friend, um, you know, every day. And uh, I get to do things with you and just just being with you um, and going through through this life together. I mean, and you, you know, you've called us, you know, we're a team. And you said that from the beginning. And I think that is a big deal. And I think people can lose sight of that. Like we're on the same team. And when you think of it like that, I think it takes care of, you know, honesty, loyalty, um, you know, being selfless. I think if you can view it as like, this is my team, right? Like we want to win. Like how bad do you really, really want to win? And I think the rest of it, you know, if you can view it like that, should, may take care of itself. Yeah, totally agree. Um, and I and I don't think that you really know what that feels like until you found somebody that is on the same page with you for that. I mean, the things that we're going to tell you in this podcast are nothing that you've never heard before. Um, we heard them before in life, but then when you're actually with that person, it all clicks and it all just happens. And it's really, really easy. Um, I mean, you're not going to believe this, but Scott and I don't fight. Like we never fight. Um, we really don't even get frustrated with each other, honestly. And, and that sounds like you're probably listening like, yeah, whatever. But like, seriously, it's true. Um, we've been together for almost uh, six years now. Our wedding anniversary is this summer, five years. Um, but anyways, so. I mean, they, and they say the sixth year is the hardest. So. <laughs> Scott says we'll that see. every single year. Yeah. Every year that we're married, he's like, they say the second year is the hardest. And here we are. So. So that's an inside joke from us. But um, okay, so a few more tips that we have. Um, we'll kind of go back and forth. And um, But um, I think something that's really important is to listen and not just listen to each other um, about things like your day and, you know, yada, yada, that kind of stuff, but to really listen to what the other person has visions for and goals for um, and what what they want out of life in the next five years, the next year, um, really listening and believing what they want and seeing it too. I mean, um, because how else are you guys going to work towards the next step in life if you can't even see or care to listen to what, what your partner wants? Does that make sense? It does. And I think it's being, um, you know, when you talk about those things and it, it can be scary to say, things out loud, right? Things that are like deep in your soul, deep in your heart that you've really, you know, that you want to strive for or, or that you've wanted for a very, very long time. But, um, you know, at the same time, it's, it's a pretty intimate way of communicating with your partner. And to get that out in the open, I, I think can, can take people to a totally different level to where, you know, we're not holding back. I'm not keeping anything back from you. You know what I'm trying to do here. I know what you're trying to do here. Yeah, and I remember like when I told Scott that I wanted to train for my first bikini competition, I was 
two months postpartum, had never done anything like that before, you know, and uh, he didn't blink an eye. And he literally just said, you know, do it and how can I help? And uh, doing things like that in life that are scary enough to yourself, if your partner's not on board to help you out with it and to support you and be there, um, it's going to be really tough to follow through with what you want. And I think that the same goes for him too. Um, we're still working every day. We have new goals and new visions that we see and then the big picture, obviously. Yeah, I think if, you know, because again, if, if you don't have your significant other um, in your corner, um, you know, or if they don't have your back on on every level, I think it's it's really tough to, to be who you truly want to be um, and to be truly comfortable around your, your partner. Yes. <clears throat> okay, so what tip do you have? What tip do I have? Um, let's see. Honesty. 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 Um, that's just, I don't know. We've never had a problem with, with honesty. And again, I think it goes back to, like I said, I don't feel like this is, we're married. It doesn't, like, I don't really describe it that way. Again, you're just my, my best friend. And um, it's, why would I want to hurt my best friend? And um there's nothing to hide there's anyway. There's nothing to hide anyway. So, you know, I think finding somebody who is, who's honest, who's truthful, I think especially in, in the time that we live in today um, yeah. with all the social media and, and things that other people can, can really get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think that coincides with keeping a, a pretty open line of communication with your partner. Yes, yes. And that's kind of all I have to say on that because, like I said, we have nothing to hide. So honesty is super key, and um, I that doesn't even cross either of our minds. Um, and Scott and I spend a lot of time apart too. Uh, like Scott travels; he's in hotels like 200 nights a year, and I try to be there when I can. Um, but when we're apart, that doesn't even cross either of our no. minds. Anything like that, um, neither of us have time for anything else, and we would never even. None of that even seems anything on our radar but to you know to be apart from your your significant other for for that amount of time and to think that you have to you know in the back of your mind like worry about that like you know whether it's me getting me i'm gonna go grab a drink or something with, with a coworker or something like that and, and you're like okay well i'm gonna go to bed i'll talk to you more yeah you know and um or you know or vice versa if i'm out of town you're going out with a girlfriend you got a babysitter coming in Awesome. Just be safe. I'll talk to you later. Um, again, I think uh, doesn't cross our mind. It just it just doesn't. It, <laughs> it just doesn't. doesn't. Um, but I think that that leads into communication. Um, since we are apart so much and we're together, um, communicating is key, and that's something that I'm not always good at. And I don't like to talk on the phone at all. If you know me personally, you probably never have talked to me on the phone. Like I will like not answer my mom's calls and text her like what's up (laughs) because I just don't talk on the phone um but Scott is gone a lot so he makes me and he'll just be like hey like how's everything going I'm like fine you know and then he's like well you have something going on like you gotta go I'm like no I'm like okay good and then he'll like talk to me so I'm like uh but um we text all day no yeah we text all day long but it's more than that you know um but then actually getting into like how's the day going and how's this and that and that way you don't feel alone I mean because when you're apart and when you're together and you have your own 
things going on and work and this and that, it can feel kind of lonely at times. And knowing that the other person cares enough to like really, really talk about what's going on with your day and this and that, and, and they listen. So they know that you had a podcast that day, or they know that you had clients that day or whatever, like that stuff goes a long way and you don't, it seems so small, but it's so, so important. And going back to that too, maybe for, you know, maybe at times the, the phone calls throughout the day, you know, like, you know, my routine. Okay. I know yours, like what's going on throughout the day. At times, maybe they can seem a little redundant, but if it, you know, I would say, don't, don't let that stop you from, you know, continuing to communicate. Um, it doesn't matter if it's a 30 second phone call or a 20, 30 minute phone call. I, I still think it's, it's important to keep that line of communication and yeah. knowing that, look, I'm here wherever you need. Yes. Okay, what do you got? So let's see. When I was writing notes the other day, I think I came up, I said there's a, a theme of selflessness here when I was thinking about things with you um, and uh, just willing to do anything for me at the drop of a hat, and I hope you feel the same way, um, you know, and being the most selfless mother um it's it's i am just so grateful um for for what i have so you know we talked about it what last night right um maybe i'll be i'll be on the road for a week or so you've been with our daughter for for a week by yourself you know it's it's laundry it's it's the monotonous things that we have to do in life but when i'm home you know it's like i I know to pick up the slack, you know, I know, hey, go get your nails done, just get out of the house, like, okay, I'll take her to my mom and dad's, we'll just go hang out, you need some time on your own, I think those sacrifices for, for each other are so very, very important, and, you know, you never make me feel guilty for, for being gone um, as much as I am, and, you know, that's just so very, very selfless of you, and I'm um, just always willing to help, um, no matter what. And I think both of us are really selfless. And again, that's because we like each other. So we want to do nice things for each other all the time. Um, and we don't have to ask each other to do anything. Like, um, it just flows when we're together and when we're apart. Um, nobody's, there's no housework that is my job or Scott's job. Um, we have never, ever talked about anything like that. Um, we do things together. We fold laundry together. Like Scott will take the trash out one day. I'll take it out the next day. Like we don't talk about this stuff. It's nobody's, there's no games to be played here. We don't like set the trash at the door for three days waiting for somebody right. to do it. Like we don't, why would you want to live that way? You know, I'm not wait you out no, um, no. And we just, uh, we just, do things together. I don't know. Like, I guess we, we just really like to be together and, and spend time with each other. So yeah, Scott brings up a little laundry and I, do I want to fold it? No, like that sounds terrible. I don't want to do that right now, but he'll stand there folding it. And we're talking. So I'm going to help him fold it. Like just stuff like that, that we just do because it's just stuff that has to be done. You don't have a choice. It just needs to be done. Um, and I think like something that I really like on the flip side of this that we've um, never talked about, but just kind of established is like some of the really heavy stuff like bills and money. Um, we've kind of taken separate roles on that. By accident. By accident, totally by accident. And then it's really worked well for us. Like Scott 
watches the credit cards and takes care of all that and pays that and keeps a close eye on that. And I do the utilities and um, like our checking account and keep an eye on that. Um, it's totally just evolved into that way, but it's really, really nice because it's not so heavy and daunting to have everything on your shoulders because it's not all your job. It's, it's your partner and you, even if they're busy, Scott is busy. He has a job, but busy. I'm busy too. And um, we just have taken some roles on the heavy responsibilities and shared them. And then with the really big stuff, the daunting stuff that you really don't want to do, like all of your stuff for your taxes and uh, buying a new car and like all the paperwork and insurance and all that really, really heavy adult stuff we do together. And it's never, um, it's never like a question of, you know, are you going to help me with this? Or can we talk about this? Like, we want to do it together. We want, I don't want you to feel alone in something big and heavy like that. Um, because I think no matter what it is, I think we've, we've said this for a long time too, no matter what it is, you know, if we work together that, you know, we can, we'll, we'll figure it out, we'll get it done. Uh, yes. You know, there's no doubt. Yes. Um, so that leads me um, into my next thing, which is, sorry if our parents are listening, but to have sex and, <laughs> Uh, ladies and guys, I know maybe you don't always want to do that and you're tired, you have a newborn, you have spit up on you, you haven't washed your hair in seven days, you don't feel sexy, uh, your partner doesn't see that. They love you and want to be with you physically and um, just do it because you're not going to regret it. It's fun for you too, um, so just do it and it kind of takes you to the next level. I mean, it does of intimacy and even beyond just sex, but just touching each other and being together and slowing down and like not talking about all of the day-to-day -day stuff and just being together um, is so important. And like, you know, whatever that means to you, do that as much as you and your spouse need it, um, maybe a little more than you think you need it because then then it's done and it's like super healthy and important. And I, you know, I don't need to get into all of that too much because <laughs> I do know that my parents do listen to this podcast, <laughs> but uh, we're all adults here and it is super important. So, yeah, I mean, I think days can go by, weeks can go by and you can just, it can just be a routine of, of not, you know, having that sort of intimacy with, uh, with your partner, but like you said, it, if you it don't is, force it, it can, I think. I agree. We haven't let it get to that point. <laughs> no, but um, I mean, it's, it can, uh, it yes. can, but it is, it is extremely important. And um, you just got to do it. Yeah. So you just got to do it. And yeah, you won't regret it. Um, what do you got? Let's see. What else do I have? <clears throat> well, while Scott looks into that, I'll talk about another one. Um, go on dates. This, when you have kids, is impossible. And when your husband's traveling and when you're tired and it's impossible, but just do it. And for two reasons here, because one, at least if you have a toddler, it's super hard to have a conversation in the house without them yelling over you. So being alone and having a conversation, but two, to have you guys both get dressed up at the same time and look nice and feel good about yourselves together and go out and have a drink or a meal or play a game or whatever it is that you want to do. Um, that goes such a long way. And like when I'm in competition prep, 
uh, there will be weeks where I don't put on makeup or real clothes where I feel good about myself. And then it's kind of be like, let's go out. Even if you can't eat or drink or like, you know, just come be out. You can out. watch me eat or drink. Yes, get dressed yeah. and get out of the house and feel good about yourself. And it goes such a long way for your relationship. Yeah, it does. And I agree with that. And I think having, you know, we, we touched on individual goals and what, you know, communicating that with your partner, but I think also having, you know, one goal as far as being, you know, um, as a couple, um, as a married couple, whatever. I, I think moving forward towards that together, having a vision of, of what you want things to be like down the road and, and together, what do we have to do in order to, you know, make those things happen, at least put ourselves in the best um, sort of situation to, to succeed. The big picture. Um, the big picture, I think it is extremely important. And I think it goes back to, we can also talk about being a team again. Um, and I think, again, for me, I think if you view it as a team, how bad do you want to win this game of life with your partner? Um, I think that could possibly really change the game. Yeah, you know, life um, happens so fast and the months turn into years. And then, you know, before you know it, like, is everybody still in the same place that you were two or three years ago, you know? Um, because maybe you guys haven't talked about something that you both really, really want to accomplish, whether it's moving or traveling or um, whatever it might be that you and your partner want to do together that's big, like something big to work towards. If you're not working towards something big in life, like it can get really slow and stagnant. And um, I don't know, Scott and I talk all the time about what we really, really want, like our big goals, our big visions five years from now, 10 years from now, even right. beyond. I mean, we have really big sights and uh, we can see it clearly together. And I think that way when Scott is working so hard and he's so busy, um, I don't think twice about anything because I know what he's working towards. I know it's for us and for our family together. It's not just for him. It's not just the grind he has to do. It's, it's all for the big picture. Um, so yeah. I don't know. I think my last thing um, would be, and this is this is thrown around so very much, um, and I feel like it's a cliche, but don't settle. Really, don't settle. Um, you know, whether you're in that spot where you you know deep down that this is probably not the person that that I want to try and build um, something special with, as hard as it may be. I would imagine it would be a thousand times harder to to just roll with that. Mm -hmm. And you look down the road and then five, 10, 15 years have passed. And um, when you could have done something about it, you know, prior, but um, really don't settle no matter how hard it may be at the time, um, you know, to, to get out of a relationship or, you know, to, to change some things in your life. I really believe you won't regret it. I completely agree. And it is super scary. Um, but yeah, don't settle. Totally agree. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of what we have today on just us and marriage and healthy relationships. And I hope that maybe I help somebody out there listening or I hope maybe you just thought our story was interesting. Um, and it's still going. It's still evolving. And uh, yeah, we've got a lot more 
fun stuff in our lives ahead of us. We're super excited for everything and every day. And with that being said, uh, we want to do a little giveaway um, for, in honor of Valentine's Day, um, a little date night gift card um, to DoorDash. And uh, we picked DoorDash because when Scott and I travel and when we're home, uh, you don't always feel like cooking or eating the same old same. Um, so we get DoorDash all the time. And yeah, so we want to give somebody a little DoorDash date night that they can have in if they have kids or if they don't, whatever, and um, order a special little date dinner and maybe watch the Netflix or something. And so, all the details of how to win that will be on the Instagram page. Follow us um, on Instagram at Big Girl Talk Radio. And uh, yeah, Scott, thank you so much for being on, and I loved having you. Oh, thank you so much. I really enjoyed this. And last, but certainly not least, I'd like to thank our sponsors at Anytime Fitness in High Ridge, Missouri, where they strive to make healthy happen together with helpful, friendly coaches, thousands of welcoming locations worldwide, and always 24-hour access. All right, guys, please make sure to subscribe to Fit Girl Talk Radio and give us a review. I would greatly appreciate it. Have a great day, have a great week, and as always, just do the best you can out there, and I promise we'll talk again soon.